We're live. Yay. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Uh see girl simply Bree and oh wait. That B. That B. Oh wait, wait, hold on. This is what I meant to do. Boom. Okay. It always feels weird being on that side of the that side of the screen. <sighs> I'm tired. Um, yeah, right? It was like, wait, something's off here. So, of course, if you are tuning in for the first time, whether you are tuning in live or if you are playing this actual episode back, we welcome you either way to Simply Bringing That B Show, where we are discussing all types of conversations, topics, um, having all types of discussions on things that you guys can relate to, but you're probably just a little too afraid to talk about. So... Tonight's topic is actually going to be a very easy one because we're talking about friendships, you know, the type of friendships that you have. Um, what is a friend to you? Um, have you ever had disagreements with friends? And if so, how did that turn out? So um, I guess we're going to go ahead and get started in just a second. Um, you got everything you need, Betty? Uh, yeah. Boom. All right. Um, you know, that's a really good idea. We should start wearing props. Um, let's see if I can find something. I'm going to find something at some point in time. Um, but until I find that prop, you guys, uh, we'll go ahead and start the show. We're back. Welcome back, guys. Um, I went and found a prop, but this is not going to stay behind my ear. Uh, this is a flower. Wow. <laughs> it was a flower. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to figure this out here. But, um, yes, first of all, Betty, wonderful, wonderful Thursday. How's your day going so far? Um. Considering I have my knee injury, it's all right. Yeah. Mm, ouchie. Yeah. So, you know, I never realized how much you actually use your knee for stuff. Now, until now that I realize I can't use my knee for everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And it's just, I don't know, the whole having the rest thing, I don't do well with rest. So, yeah, no. So that's how the day has been going. Like me fighting myself to like sit my butt down. Yeah. Um, Crisscross applesauce. You know? But even What's like the up, most. RG? Hey, RG. So the most average movement, I find that sometimes like anything that I have to turn, I, I just, that's not going to happen because it hurts. Yeah. Um, so. But doesn't mean I'm still not doing things you know like the other day I was with my friend and we took out Norbit and I get to like the last step of our steps and I have no idea why but I like did that little jump down why would you and then I'm like I know I have no idea and she was just like but why would you do that and I'm like I have no idea it's I guess I do it when I go down the steps and so, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'm just going through that right now. I mean, it's it is getting weird. better. So that's nice to get, but. Until you do the bunny hop again. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, like, if I fall now that it's not, you know, up to par, like, it's weak and all that, you know, like, the actual knee or whatever, I that would be, that would be really bad. Um, Dude, listen, I couldn't even imagine, I... I don't even like when I get a cramp in my foot. Like when my toes start cramping up like this. Oh my God. Listen, I know you guys have experienced this. When them toes start going like this and you're trying your best 
to keep it together and not focus on the fact that your feet are looking like duck feet, it's the worst feeling in the world. And then it starts moving up your leg or even, and I don't know if you guys um, did sports in high school, but when you get a Charlie horse. Yeah. It's over. The weirdest thing Mm-mm. with this with this injury for for whatever reason, I I got like a Charlie horse when I when that happened, and then I kept on asking my trainer like, "Is this normal?" Because I have like a wicked cramp. Apart from everything else, yeah, I have a wicked cramp and it will not go away. And I had it for like hours, Mm-mm. and now every now and then, if you hear me like uh or something, sorry, but it's because it gives me like pains. But they're like cramps. It's like the weirdest. I've never had an injury like this. So, um, RG, RG said you had to remind yourself that you were in pain. For real. For real. Um. Yeah. So we need you not to do the bunny hop. No more bunny hops. Um, coming downstairs. Um, actually, if you can stay away from stairs. Um. No, I can't. That's my problem. I can't. We don't have an elevator. Move. Oh, okay. Uh, hook that up for me. Move. In Miami? Yeah. Um, but that that's my whole dilemma, Brie, is that we don't have an elevator. So then now I have to, like, decide, do I really want to go do whatever it is I want to go do? And the one thing that I have no choice on. Rory, tell her again. Up. Tell her again. But, Sit still. It's not that. Who's going to take out Norbit, Rory? Listen. And, and then I have to decide between mopping with the, with my leg like this. Why and... do you have to mop, though? You don't have to mop right now. No. If he goes in the house, I have to mop. So then you I have to decide. I either, take him, I either take him outside or he goes inside and then I got to mop. So. You better put a diaper on him. He is he no, is not a genuine friend if he's going to piss on your floor. He's not a friend. Well, well then he hasn't been my friend. <laughs> right. Yeah, he always picks the best times, too. Yes, and it's like sitting on the floor is his favorite hobby, I swear. Just like Valentine's is tearing up furniture, his is fiddling on the floor. Listen, and, and, and it blows my mind because it's like, I know she understands me. Valentine is my um, my little one-year-old dachshund. I know she understands me because when she is to the point now, when she does something bad, she sends herself to the cage. That's how I know when she did something. Because it's like, why are you in the cage when the door is open? What did you do? So then I have to go around the house and look for the little puzzle pieces. Um, yeah. And and she knows, so that's how I know that Norbit pees on the floor, mm-hmm. and that day that he came and did the the stuff Whoa, under the, the chair, yeah, yeah, he was like already trying to like maneuver his way into like this little area where he can like hide and just look at me like um as he drops a doozy. That, uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, so let's jump into appreciating genuine friendships, right? So that is tonight's topic. Um, for those of you who are watching, you are tuned into uh, Simply Bringing That Be, and tonight we're talking about appreciating genuine friendships. What makes a friendship genuine? Like, how can you actually label something like, oh, yeah, this is a real friendship? What? Because, you know, people say, meet people where they are. So... Who's to say that friendships are supposed to last for a long period of time? Maybe it's there for a season. Maybe it's there for a lesson. What makes a friendship genuine? And you guys that are watching as well, you can answer it in the chat. What makes a friendship genuine? So Betty, in your words to you, what makes a friendship genuine? And then you go. (laughs) Um, main thing is that it can't be forced. Um, it has to be, um, organic. It can't be something where, you know, you're 
you're kind of like pressuring the person for time or, you know, pressuring them to do things with you. And I say this mm-hmm. because I've had people that have befriend, befriended me mm-hmm. and I might not necessarily uh, have a bond, I would, let's say, like with another friend, but mm-hmm. then they want to like force the situation. And it's like, no, 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 no. That, that's not, I mean, that's, it, does that make the person really your friend? Right. Right. Yeah. Not really, because they're forcing themselves, right? So Mm -hmm. I think it has to be organic, main thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had since since Rory's in here, I my old one of my oldest friends, I could actually use examples with him. Uh we have the type of friendship that we could just talk about anything. I could trust him with information that is something that I would never reveal to someone else. And the one thing I know that he will never do is judgment. Right. Um, and I feel he feels the same as far as, you know, when he speaks to me about stuff, because I feel he's trusted me with things that he might not have told other people um, or many people. Uh, I also think, you know, a friendship is, you know, for me, when I'm friends with somebody, I want to see them succeed and I get happy when they succeed and I get, uh, I, I want to, if I can open a door of opportunity for them, I will. And it's because I just want to see them happy. Um, that's the type of friend I am. So for me, that is what a genuine type of friendship is. I mean, I can't really put a, a description on it, but those right. are the things that I, I would look at and be like, okay. And, you know, Brie, it's like when we talk, it's, it's just like you're talking. It's not like, and the whole force thing to me is like a big deal. Right. Because I've had a lot of people throughout my life that will deliberately insert themselves into either my life or somebody that I associate closely with. And at the end of the day, it's for attention, for clout, for you know, because maybe the clique that I'm hanging with, they happen to be the most popular one, or, you know, depending on the time period in, in my life. Um, and those people, I think, are the ones that you have to be super careful with. Yeah. Because since they're not genuine, those are the ones that they're not going to care if they hurt you. They're not going to care if they stab you in the back. They're not going to care if they, you know, they're out running their mouth about you or mm-hmm. telling, you know, disclosing all that information that you're, you know, you're trusting them with. Um, so, so what, what about you? <laughs> now no. I feel like. <clears throat> so um, for me, what makes a friendship genuine? Okay. So the number one thing for me, right. For Brie is if we stop talking for a period of time, if I fall off the face of the earth, right? Or if you see me get busy, when I come back to you and we start talking, it's like things just pick up where we left off. Um, right. That's important to me. Um, or if I'm going through something, and this is just how I deal with my friendships. If I'm going through something and I tell my friend that I'm going through something um, and they know me well enough to know I'm not looking for you to resolve what it is that I'm going through. I just need to go through the motions. They give me my space. Um, Because for me, with anybody, if I'm going through something, I deal with it best to myself. So now if I feel like someone is hovering over me and crowding over me and, and pressuring me to talk, I'm going to fall back even more. Um, and yeah. so I, I have had that happen. Um, or even when I move, when I move to a different state, okay, I may not, we may not have the same communication um, consistency uh, as we did when we were in the same state, but I'm still going to treat the friendship the same. But don't hit me with some, hey, stranger, oh, you're acting funny, you're acting different. Don't hit me with that line. Because you hit me with that line that I'm going to treat you like a regular schmegler. Like, and yeah. you'll more than likely get dismissed. And you probably won't even hear from me at all. So for me, 
my friendships, what makes a friendship genuine to me is the ability for me to continue to be who I am and you meet me where I'm at. You don't have um, these high expectations. Don't treat the friendship like I'm in a relationship with you, like I'm your man, because I'm not your right. man. Like, you know, you have to have boundaries with friendships as well. So um, for me, if someone is capable of of being okay with that naturally and not because I said something, then it's going to be an organic experience. It's going to just work. Like we're going to just vibe. I too have come across those people who want to interact with you, want to be around you just to be around whoever it else it is that you're around or who, or just want to be around you and put the pressure on you to the point where you're like, I'm not comfortable. Um, yeah. You know, so, and you know what I'm talking about. So to me, that's what um the genuine friendship is just, it doesn't come with all this weird stuff. It doesn't come with all these weird vibes and weird energies. And I got to look at you like, are you really around to be around or are you around with a motive? Um, right. You know, I, that's just me. That's just me. So for those of you who are watching, I did go ahead and present the same question in the chat. So if you can put in your response, what makes a friendship genuine to you? Now, when it comes to friendships, um, because like I said, you have to, you really have to get to know the person and, and sometimes people have motives. So what fears do you have when it comes to bonding with someone? Like when you're getting really close to your friend uh, where y'all, y'all know you tell them things that you wouldn't tell anybody else, because I'm sure you're not going to just disclose important things or sensitive topics and subjects to someone that you just met. You're not going to just open up. So what fears do you have when you see yourself really, really y'all good? Like, oh, I feel like I've known you forever. Like, are there any fears that you personally have um, when it comes to establishing friendships? I think the biggest fear is what everybody has that, you know, you don't want to trust, you don't want to be vulnerable with this person for Mm -hmm. them to then turn out and actually be like, well, um, I'm not even real. (laughs) Thanks for your tears and all, but I really could care less because I'm really not interested in, you know, um, in your heart and your soul and, and I and and I've come across people where I've actually, at the moment, because I, as as a child, this is something that actually affected me a lot, because as you know, Bree, as you told me, you're like Betty, you're just so nice, and I just can't help the way that I am, so I would just automatically just be like, oh, I love this person. This person is the best. They're my best friend, and. And I'm the kind of person I want everybody to get along. I want everybody to hang out. I want, you know, um, and it took me realizing that a lot of people were just using me for that energy, Um, you know, like to suck that energy out of you or whatever. And then having to end those friendships. And it happened so many times and the disappointment so many times of realizing, man, this person has not been real with me like at all and really does not have my good intentions anywhere in mind. In fact, they might actually have my bad intentions in mind, meaning, you know, those people that want to set you up or give you that bad advice on purpose because they just want to see you fail. Um, and I, it's it's always something where finding out after you have been so vulnerable and disclose certain things to people that at the end of the day, they weren't even, or you tell them something. I was going to say that they weren't even caring, but, or you tell them something and then you find out they told someone else and gave their opinion, which was like negative. 
um, and and kind of like thrilled that, ha, look at what happened to this person. You know, taking joy out of like your misery, that right there, I think those are the worst situations. Mm -hmm. um, finding out at that moment that, that man, this person is just a fraud. Mm -hmm. um, and then learning as I've gotten older to address it like right there in that. Um, because before I would be like, I, I don't know if I want to, you know, address it. I don't know if I want to wait for the moment. No, I don't wait for the moment anymore. I see it. I immediately am like, hey, um, why is it that you're saying this? Or why is it that you're doing this? Or what sucks is, is then you have to start anew. Or you have to stop befriending people. Right. Um, and, and that's horrible because there's a lot of really nasty people out there that really do. I, and I've never understood this, Brie, and I think we discussed it in, in another live where I, I don't understand people that envy you wanting to be your friend. I, I just don't understand that. Like, I right? Like how if you envy this person, and, and apparently it's common because it's in movies, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's in the oldest story. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's how like a lot of these artists are getting killed. Like, yeah, the reference. You okay? you know, can you imagine somebody that you envy so much and you want to be like their BFF? Like, I, I would. I guess it makes sense because they want to get closer to really figure out how you're doing what you're doing to get to where you are now so that they can do it better than you. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's like that envy, I don't know. I don't. I don't get envy often, <laughs> yeah. right? But but when you get it, do you want to be around the person? Do you see what I'm saying? Like naturally, you're like, I don't even want to be around that person. I can't stand that person. I really don't know the mental behind it, but it has to be right? something um, that makes them want to be in that energy or around that energy. Um, because I, I honestly, I can't tell you in the last time I was, I have been envious. I will say that I will admit, cause I'm thinking about, it. I have been envious, but it's not with what someone is doing. It's their end results. Like how the, how the hell did it get to this point? Cause that's what, that's what it is that I want. I want it like that, but it's not right. envying the person who is doing it is right. the results. Because that's right. an outlook, but wanting to be like someone, child, listen, I love who I am and how I am. I I don't be like nobody else, but yeah. Which is, I think, the normal way mm -hmm. of thinking. Mm -hmm. But what's normal? What's normal? Us. <laughs> well, okay, so, okay, let me tell you this, right? On okay Cupid. Um, they have a question when you are getting, when you are filling out your uh, profile, they have all these questions and it's supposed to help them match you with someone. And one of the questions was, would you rather be normal or weird? And I always like weird because I don't want to be like everybody else. But I already think I am weird. <laughs> In a normal way. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. I think most people are not average. Right. If you think about it, most people are on average. Think about the people that you know, and I know you know I ain't average, girls. So yeah, no. Okay, so most people aren't average, but yet you have so many people wanting to be average because right? at some point in time, average like, is trending. Out of the people in here, RG is not average. No, that banter no. is not average. Right. Yeah. Um, we're all eclectic in our own way. Because mm -hmm. of the things that we're interested in and the things that right, so right. think about it. We're kind of like the oddball crew. <laughs> but then when you and, and to dig further <laughs> to dig further into that, the people that you tend to attract match the same energy that you have. True. So, going to the next question: How do you deal with mixing friends? Because that's like oil and vinegar when you mix friends. Have you ever mixed friends and what was the end result? I got a story for um, you, but I'll let you go first. By that you mean introduce one group of friends with another group and then right, get like them off. okay. Let me let me go first. Let me go first with this one. So I hate mixing friends. I absolutely hate mixing friends, especially when um 
they're the same zodiac sign as me. Um, so at Which one point, I'm an Aries. An Aries, sorry. Oh, yes. So at one point, I thought it would be a good idea to have a group of girls. Let's go to a comedy club. Let's watch it in a comedy show together. So I introduced them all to one another for the first time. And it was like two of them were just like, mm. and the other two was just like, yay. And, you know, so the ones that was like, mm, I was focusing on them more because I'm like, why are you being like this? Like, don't be weird. And it's, yeah. it, it stressed me out to the point where it threw me all off. I was always going to this one spot for these comedy shows. So I had a routine. You go in, you sit at the bar, you get some food. And then when you get your food, then you order your drink. You have fun. Ha, ha, ha. And then you leave. I was so disturbed by the two that was like, uh, that I immediately went to the bar, got the drink, forgot to order the food, got tore up, extra tore up. And had to leave. Yeah. I do not like mixing friends. But I will tell you, when I do mix the good friends with other good friends, I love it. Because then everybody has a great time. And then to me, I'm saying to myself, oh, this is going to be a good group to travel with. Because I do want to go out of state. Um, and so, you know, it's not always good to go by yourself. So it's like, okay, if I can mix my friends together and they get along, then that'll be yeah. perfect. So that has been my experience with mixing friends. I try not to do it because I don't want that bad first impression. Um, but you do have it where your friends will look at the other one like, how could you be friends with someone like that? And you're just like, hey, that's just how they are. Just, I don't know. So yeah, what, what what about your experience? Well, one of my experiences is actually with Rory. I tend to let me just see what he's writing because before <laughs> I tell this story, I tend to wow compartmentalize my mm -hmm. friend groups. I would have to agree with that. Yeah, uh, because the reason I vibe with two people may be different, and I don't know, Bri. I can't he's write the rest of it. Yeah. Oh oh oh. So. I've actually hung out with Rory and he's brought me along at different times with different groups of his friends. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't always, I'm, I am that friend that is very critical. I don't know. I don't know what word to use. Um, but just like he had the, the one friend that I met that then he ended up having an issue with that I had told him from the beginning, Rory, something's wrong with this guy because I don't know about this guy. Um, and at the end, he admitted in one of the other lives that, yeah, you know, I should have listened to you. Um, mm. Me and that guy, the moment I met that guy and the look on Rory's face was like, like, uh -oh. what's going on? You guys ain't getting along. Like, he was surprised. Um, but now I guess he realizes I was right, Rory. Um, and then was another time where we went to, I don't know if you remember this story, when we went to Juve, um, years ago here in Miami. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He says, because the reason I vibe with two people may be different and the two may not be compatible. Okay. Oh, right. Like in these cases. Yes. So then we go to Juve and thank God we were all drinking a lot. But he went with a, like the, the group of guy friends that he would normally go out with with his guy friends. And I wasn't a guy friend. I was, you know, one of his friends that's a, that's a girl, I guess. I don't know how he would see it. But this time he's like, oh, no, Betty, we're all going to go together or whatever. This was actually the story of where afterwards I was so drunk because it was all inclusive that I passed out in the middle of. Um, I told you guys this. We, we said it on the live. <laughs> I passed out in the middle of um, Denny's or something like that because it was like an all night thing and we were all drinking and it was all inclusive free. So it was like a lot of drink. Um, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yes. So that night, some of these friends, I just, I don't know. I just didn't click with. 
Um, <laughs> are you laughing? Is he laughing? Is that what the emoji is? <laughs> these friends I just didn't click with. And sometimes Rory would just, because he would go to like a lot of these Caribbean parties and stuff. And there was a lot of times where he would be like, oh, Betty, just come along. And I would be like, well, who are you going with? And the moment he would tell me, and it was these guys, I'd be like, nah, I'll skip it. Um, and it always seemed like there was just this, I don't know. So I don't know if the issue at the end of the day was with my personality or these people's personality, but there's a, there's a perfect example for you. We just, it was something where I believe because of that, when Rory and I would hang out, it was just usually me and Rory doing something. Right. Um, not, not Rory. I and his squad or whatever. Right. Because um, thinking about it, Rory, you also had that that other friend that was married and you would go out with him and the wife and everything. And one time Rory invites me then too. And I, did, I, I still didn't get along with people. I was like, oh my God, I suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. RG says, yeah. I have, it's 50-50. My combined friends are going to kick it, set the place on fire, or get kicked out of somewhere. Or all three. <laughs> That's when it's magic. <laughs> I <could see laughs> wow. That. I could definitely see that, RG. Um, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will return. You guys keep it locked. This is Simply Bree and that B, and uh, only on He Said What Network. We'll be right back. You are tuned into the He Said What Network with your boy RG. I'm your guy, Alan M. Newman Jr. One Mike with your girl, Batty. With your girl, Simply Bree. Keep it locked and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. The He Said What Network, where we are bridging the gap between Black and Latinx men and women. Check us out. All right, we are back, and uh, tonight we are. Damn it, it happens all the time. Oh, uh, t- I was like, okay. <laughs> tonight we are talking about appreciating genuine friendships. Um, this is simply Bree and that be that be yes. Make sure that you guys are following us on social media. Um, the network, at least, it will go into ours in just a second. Um, the network is at He Said What Network, and um, you can follow B at that underscore B74, and you can follow me at underscore simply Brie underscore. And that's with two E's. There's no Y in that, um, just so you guys know. Um, so as I said, stated before we were going to break, we were talking about dealing with mixing friends. So have you ever had a friend, like when you do mix them or if you go out somewhere, um, have you ever had friends get jealous of you talking to other friends, making other friends? and how does that yeah. how does that sit with you? Uh it makes me feel awkward. And yes, it has happened. Hasn't it happened to you? I think it's happened to all everybody. the time. Yeah. So yeah, uh it makes me feel awkward because then you feel like you're stuck in the middle, like, uh, what's going on? Right. <laughs> um, yes. And I've also had it where since a lot of my friends are males, um, I've had it where the I'll have like a boyfriend who doesn't get along with the friends, but because he's jealous of not that I like my friend, but of my friendship and my loyalty to my friend. Um, so jealous of that. I've, I've always thought that was odd because I've always thought to myself, but you're my boyfriend. How could you feel like, how could you not feel that you're above whatever I have with this person. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, they haven't been my boyfriend no more. And I'm glad that I've never not been my friend's friend because maybe, yeah. they, maybe they were on the nose with 
being upset and not wanting me to hang out with this person because clearly they were going to have um, more longevity in my life anyways. But um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now. Friendships with your guys versus your friendships with your girls. Have you noticed any any differences between the two? Um, like, I okay, so for me, um, I noticed that with my guy friends, it comes off more like brotherhood. Like, they're my brothers um, versus just my guy friends. Um, and so... I get the inside scoop on the way that guys think. And, and that's something that I actually cherish and adore. Um, shout out to RG, One Mike, Alan, the whole crew. Um, but you know what, too? And, and, and nobody in that group, but I have noticed with other male friendships, it, it gets a little weird. Because it's like sometimes you don't know if they're being a friend or sometimes they're trying to flirt. So it, it just gets confusing um, for me. And I'm referring to friendships with my male friends. Um, so that's the difference that I, I see between the males and the females. And then sometimes with my female friends, I'd be like, are we in a lesbian relationship or something that I'm not aware of? Um, they can get a little clingy. And yeah. they can, you know, definitely want a lot of attention. I feel like my female friends tend to want more attention than my male friends, now that I think about it. So that is definitely a difference between the two. But for the most part, yeah, um, that's that's the big difference. I'm going to just stop right there. Roy says, if you were to put all of my friends in a room and someone were to walk in, they'd think it was just... A random group of people. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Um, Betty, what about you? He's also, though, the type of personality that he can be friends with just about anybody. He's There's people like, out there The like way that, that I'm like, mm, that person, Rory, but Rory's not like that. I guess he's more accepting of people's differences or personalities or whatever, which is odd because he is a cancer like I am. So go figure. Um, as far as the differences, I, I've had both male or female be clingy, um, and it's always weird. Uh, as far as any major differences, I don't really see that there's too many major differences, except female friends tend to, when they want to be a nasty little critter, um, because they're mad at you or whatever, the one thing they will do that obviously a male friend won't do is they'll go after your man. Um, and, or like try what to damage the female friends you got. I'm saying I've had, Hey, I got 10 years on you. Right. Um, especially those friends that are not really your friends, but you think they're your friends. Um, yeah. And I've never obviously, with a guy, I've never had that situation. None of my male friends are uh, homosexual or bisexual, so they have never gone after one of my boyfriends or my husband or anything like that. So that's, I would say that's really the only difference I have seen because I don't really see, um, I've had male friends that are catty. I've had male friends that are gossipy. Um, I've had male friends that are clingy. I, I used to have this male friend that we would, we would love to go clubbing. So our thing was we would work throughout the week. He was, he worked in a triage at a hospital. So his job was like super stressful. Um, so when the weekend would come, he had like a nice suit of car and everything. And he would be like, come on, let's go clubbing. And that was our thing. We had like, this is when I was younger and I was like one of this club, one of these club people. So we had like, you know, code words and, and signs and stuff to let each other know, like, you know, all right, I'm leaving with this person or whatever. Right. So he would do this often. I never would get upset. Never. One time, finally, I meet somebody that I click with and I don't, I don't feel because he's my friend that I need to disclose all, you know, like my intentions with this person to him. 
Um, and he's, I think, off with some chick anyways. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to be deuces Betty pretty soon. So, right. um, so I meet this person and I tell him, um, yo, I I'm going to end up just hanging out with this person the rest of the night. Um, I'll see you tomorrow or whatever. I took that as him, him understanding that I was leaving with the person, yada, yada. All I know is I leave with this guy, coolest guy ever, had like this bomb apartment in like downtown Miami. It was like perfect. He didn't try to pressure me to do anything. We actually spent like an amazing, like, you know, waiting for the sunset to rise type situation, all that. In the middle of all that, who starts calling me like a madman? Yep. It looked horrible. And I had told this guy about my friend. And he had even told me, your friend, I don't believe in male-female relationships. That guy's into you, Betty. And I'm, and he's like, um, I, I have eyes. I'm looking at you. What guy wouldn't be into you? And you're cool. And you're funny. And I'm just hanging out with you tonight. You say you go out all the time with this guy. Trust me, this guy likes you. And I was like, no, he's my friend, blah, blah, blah. I think he must have called my phone like 20 times. So I finally pick up because this guy kept on like insisting, yo, just pick it up because we can't even enjoy our night because your friend keeps on calling you. So I was like, okay, when I pick up, he pretty much is upset and, and is like being very vocal about it. Like, you know, where did you go? And, you know, you went off with this guy and you don't even know him. And I'm like, are you driving home right now? And is there a girl in the car? Because this is what you usually do. I happened to, you know, and I was like, you know, just so you know, nothing's going on. But I shouldn't even have to tell you that because you're just my friend. You're not anything else. And I think it's really odd right now that you're acting this way. So, you know, I was like, don't worry about it. I'm fine. I get home the next day. Everything's cool. I call him up and I have the conversation and I'm like, explain to me what happened because this is something that we have discussed. It is something where I see you do this every weekend. Like if it was clockwork, um, I never give you any problems with it because to me, you're honestly just my friend. And then the thing you did last night that made me look horrible, it made me look to this guy like I was somebody cheating on their man. Um, and it's because you got all up in your feelings because I left with this guy. So he really didn't have like an, a clear cut um, explanation of why he did what he did that wasn't, that, that wasn't explaining to me that you're just not being jealous right now. Um, it ended up damaging our friendship because after that, I felt like super awkward. I didn't want to go out with him and then have the same thing happen. Um, I didn't trust in the fact anymore that he was really genuinely just my male friend. Um, and eventually time, you know, starts causing a wedge in between you. But I wouldn't necessarily say it was only the time. It was me starting to push myself away and using the time as an excuse because at that point, I'm just feeling so awkward every time I'm even talking to you because, like, can you imagine that every time I go out, you flip out on me like that? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Royal says, it's all fun and games until Benny meets someone new. He treated you like a backup plan. Uh, he treated me like a backup plan? Who said that? RG? RG. Oh. Is that what that was? Because I don't see it as a backup plan when you never have uh, the opportunity or like an opportunity in, in my eyes. And that's what I don't get about guys. Brie. If if that's the way a guy thinks. He's explaining, he's saying it from a male's perspective. So even though okay. you didn't see it, he sees right. it as a male. But how do you not see that this person has no interest in you? Like, is, is it that they create this in their mind? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I think when they're friends with you, because I even experienced that um, myself, when they're friends with you, they feel like it's an easier, they have a better chance of transitioning into something else than someone new, because they know you, they know that you trust them, 
the communication is there, the loyalty is there. So if things were ever to escalate, they feel like it would probably be with them. And males, guys watching now, watching later, and I will actually post it as a as a post um, question. Um, do some men or do some people feel like if they stick around as a friend, it's more likely for them to transition into a relationship if that opportunity was to ever present itself? It's no insult to you. He just figured you would always be there. The friend zone is always the dead zone. Mm-hmm. Right. But what, what we're saying, though, RG, is that he never had a chance in hell. So for him to think he had a chance, that's ridiculous to me. For for me to be a backup plan, you you have to be acknowledging that, okay, backup plan means you have a chance. Um, the, there is no chance in hell that this guy had. Like I literally, I always worry that he would worry that I used him to go out as like making sure I have like security and stuff. Because in Miami, as, as I've told you, Bree, you really should not be going out alone as a woman because a lot of things can happen to you. So to me, I'm more comfortable when I'm out with a male friend because I feel like they got my back. I don't have to worry about girls sometimes. I've been out with friends that are women that some will have your back. They don't even care if it's like a 10-foot dude. Other women are like, mm, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't get into it with nobody. Um, even if it's somebody harassing you or something like that. So uh, is that you asking a question? I can't hear you. I'm posing the question to the viewers um, now and later, which was the same thing. It says, instead of question of the day, it's question of the night. Is it possible for a man or woman to stick around as a friend in hopes of transitioning into a relationship later? That is going to be the question. Um, I honestly feel like yes, especially I think that it depends on how the friendship started. Because I've told this story before where I have a male friend and, you know, we didn't start off as friends. The interest wasn't as friends. We met on a dating app. And so the intention was to date. But, you know, when you are looking to date someone, you go in, you go through that friendship zone to get to know each other comfortably without feeling like things are being rushed. But in this situation, it stayed in that zone for, like, two years off and on. And so um, I feel like, yeah, the friendship, it is a friendship, but I seen him more as a, more than a friend. I knew that there was more than friendship potential. So if we were to try, then it would be what it is. But um do I am I okay if he sits here and talks to me about other women that he has gone on dates with? No, I'm not okay with that because we we were not supposed to be friends. So why are we friends if you're trying to date? Like that's the thing. Um, and it is, and this is the thing with the friendships. When you are in the friendship zone, which is important to get out of the friendship zone. Do not stay in the friendship zone, guys. Please get out. When you stay in the friendship zone for so long, they develop this whole, I don't want, we we have an amazing friendship and I don't want anything to ruin it. I don't want to mess up the friendship. You get that all the time. Um, Especially if you're a dope-ass person, so, you know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It is it is imperative that you jump out of the friendship zone um, unless you are completely okay with being friends with them. Um, that's why you have a lot of people who they're friends for like years and then out of the sight and next thing you know, that person get down on a knee and you're like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, I've yeah. had these feelings for you for forever. So I think Don't it's a conversation. Don't you think in those cases, though, Bree, that the person at fault is the person holding their feelings in for all this time, making this other, you know, their friend believe 
that they're genuinely just being a friend and they not a love interest because that has happened to me and I feel betrayed at that point because mm -hmm. I think man <clears throat> if you would at some point have given me some type of clue that this is the way that you were feeling I would have been more than happy to tell you look that's not the way I feel that is not the way that uh, I intended the relationship to flourish into, you know, all this romantic stuff. And that's actually something that I had to discuss when I talked to, to that guy. Like, I in no way have interest in you for you to be acting the way, you know, possessive the way that you're acting. And I think it's, it's you know, the person that gets on that one knee, how embarrassing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And you really have no clue. You're really thinking, oh, I thought we were going to go biking today. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're going biking, all right. And as a woman, Brie, you got to understand what I'm saying. When, when you're not really even thinking of the person in that way, for them to all of a sudden apply that pressure, like, mm -hmm. like, like if you tell me no, you know that the person's not going to react well. Right. Um, and then you start thinking all this stuff I have told this person that. Oh, but you know what? At the same time, though, the fact that you're able to tell them all of this stuff and they yeah. they still want to be in a relationship with you. That's the best. Like, because you clearly you're getting me bare butterball naked. You're getting everything, my flaws, my secrets, my thoughts. Right. And you still want to pursue a relationship. I don't have to hold anything back. With that. That's the thing. You don't wait. You don't want to pursue it with them. That's the thing. Yeah. That's great that they want to pursue it and because I mean, oh, they're willing to accept all I would prefer to know the ins and outs of someone butterball naked than have to determine if someone is telling me the truth or not. Uh, 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 someone off the street, a uh, a random. I got to yeah. know if you're being honest and forthcoming or if you're holding back because you fear being judged. I'd rather get that from a friendship. I'd rather you just not, hey, I like to 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 do something crazy and, you know, this usually turns chicks off, but okay, I'm going to take you as you are. That's yeah. it. I mean, I would still be honest with somebody that's my love interest. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's different the way you might disclose it or what you might disclose all at one time. And I, yeah. I don't know, to me, it's just, you know? Yeah. Um, and I would just be like, oh, how awkward. Like, like, for example, I've told Lori stuff about people I have been physical with. I would never tell somebody that is my love interest about that. So, um, and it's not like anything too in detail, but it's still something that I'm not going to tell somebody that's my love interest. But yet Rory knows. You, so you, that, that's kind of like what I mean. Like, yeah, I get, it. Uh, I get it. I've been there. I, I've actually been there. And I'll tell you, it's like a weight for me it's like a yeah. weight lifted off of my shoulders where I feel like I don't have to hide this from someone that I would like to be in a relationship with like it's like oh my god like okay perfect example every now and then I smoke blacks right shit I said it so loud every now and then I smoke blacks and there was this one guy that I was getting to know and so when I would go and see him or he would go and see me, um, <laughs> he said, keep the Sorry. <laughs> no, I see it. Can I read it? Can I read it? So Rory says, keep the payments coming and I'll keep quiet. This is my <laughs> you see? It says you were oh, funny. No, Rory, no more payments, sir. So... <laughs> Um, so I used to, um, so it was this guy that I was getting to know and, you know, we have an intimate 
and everything. And I know that women who smoke is a turnoff for men. So I didn't want him to know that I smoked. So what I would do is when I know that I was going to see him, I would brush my teeth with like vinegar and baking soda and um, arm and hammer, everything. And I would gargle with all types of Listerine. I would wash my hair, especially if I just smoke and he just randomly, hey, you want to hang out? Uh, sure. Wash wow. my hair like completely to get the smell off of me. And I went through all of this for like a good maybe six or seven months. And if they smoke, they poke. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know, Rory. Please explain that to me. Rory, what does that mean? They poke. Um, only to find out. I went through all of this, and me and him became really, really cool even after we stopped having sex. Only to find out that he knew all this time that I was a smoker. Wow. He so knew. He I was like, why didn't you tell me? He was like, I mean, that's 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 what you like. That's your thing. He said, because I had another homegirl who did the same thing. I was like, bro, do you know all I went through to hide this? And it was just like a weight off of my shoulders. So, yeah, there's there's certain things like you get it off of your chest when they're friends and then they want to pursue a relationship and you're just like, but you know this about me. You know that about me. You're okay? Like, that doesn't bother you? Yeah. It is what I mean, it is. I it, yeah, I guess it depends on the person. But me personally, let me be the one that chooses if and when I disclose certain information to you. Um, as as my, you know, significant other. Right. I will say this too, though. Um, yeah. I need to be around friends that's not judgmental. Like, whether it's guy friend, girlfriend, I need to be around people who are not judgmental because I am that person. Like, I am going to tell you everything about me and not give two shits less. So the last thing I need is someone who's a friend to be judging me. Okay, so he says, it's old school street knowledge. Girls who smoke put out. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what the funny thing is? So after we had sex again, when we were done, I went and I started smoking the black. I was like, shit, you already know now. Like, no matter. Wow. But um, yeah, like I would I would definitely like my friends, the people that I associate myself with, to not be judgmental because there's so much stuff that I could share with them that I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have to worry about. And I, I just don't. So next week. We are talking about, is love really unconditional? Um, and who, listen, honey, I'm ready for next week because, listen, is your love coming from the heart or is it coming from somebody's pocket or their wallet or their purse? Mm-hmm. Are there really conditions to it? Um, if that person doesn't have um, money, or if they don't have fame, or they don't have um, possessions, are you going to love them the same? Yeah. So, he says nope. So, Roy says nope. Um, love is not unconditional. So, we will be talking about this more um, next week. Make sure that you guys tune in. Um, we will go ahead and close out the show. We're going to start with the one and only Betty, Betty, go ahead and let the people know how can they follow you, what do you have going on, and how can they support you? Well, uh, you can locate me on IG, uh, besides YouTube on Thursdays, 8.30 to 9.30 on this show, Simply Free and that Free. Um, mm-hmm. You can locate me on IG at uh, that underscore B74. And I usually have some lives going on. I am putting some stuff together right now, but nothing's coming out. When it does, it's a show that I'm doing called Spotlight with That Beat. 
Um, and other things that I do are I am part of Club Quarantine, which is D-Nice's community. And I'm also part of The Dugout on Twitch with DJ Maceo. And um, whenever they actually go on live, you'll see me there in the comments uh, chatting it up with everybody and enjoying the music. Um, and besides that, I am just recovering from my sprained knee injury and nothing else is really going on. I had some events I was going to go to do some lives, but now I am having to sit at home and rest for the time being. So all that is postponed. Mm. Till, till I don't know when, whenever I get healthy. I know, Brie. So. That sucks. Okay. So, that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, as for myself, I am your girl, Simply Brie. Please make sure that you continue to support. He said what? Network. Um, you can find me, basically just do a Google search, look for Simply Bree, and everywhere I am located will pop up. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a thing. Bye, RG. Um, thanks for coming in with us. So um, I, um, let me see, I do have a couple of announcements. So um, you guys can actually go to heritagehiphop.com. Um, and check me out on the most recent episode um, that he had, episode 156 with Karev. Um, wonderful, wonderful interview. I had a really great time. Shout out to you um, and definitely the Heritage Hip Hop Network. Um, this Saturday, um, starting at I think 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, I will double check that. Um, but you can actually check me out at the, um, I'll give you guys the address. It's 3005 Peachtree Road Northeast in Atlanta, uh, Protecting Black Girls to Conversation. I will be hosting that event and it will be featuring Nicola Mitchell, who is an author, speaker, and CEO of the Girls Who Brunch Tour organization. She will be doing a book signing as well as just talking more about why we need to have this conversation. Bye, Rory. Why, why we need to have this conversation on the importance of protecting Black girls, what's happening in the United States, as well as around the country, because it's a lot going on right under your noses that you guys are not aware of. For example, sex trafficking is very important and it's very real. Um, if you've ever been on social media, like Instagram, and you see a picture of a teenage girl and someone puts a, um, a certain color flower um, in the comments, that is actually a predator who is sending a message to people who are in the sex trafficking business to basically pinpoint, this is the person that I want. Um, and I've attended a couple of different seminars on sex trafficking, and that was brought to my attention as well. So um, things like that, just, you know, talking about what's going on and being aware of the surroundings for these young girls is part of the conversation that will take place. So like I said, um, Saturday, um, you will find the flyer itself is on my Instagram page, underscore simply underscore. Um, so you can find out more information about that as well as the organization. And then April the 2nd, which is a Saturday, I will be at Visions in Books, um, which is brought to you. And um, it's a convention. It's a convention of authors. There will be a lot of book signings. Uh, it starts at 6 p.m. at the Renaissance Concourse, uh, Atlanta Airport. And tickets are on Eventbrite. So just go to Eventbrite and put in Visions in Books. And um, as I say that, you can go to my Instagram and you will see the flyer there. Um, I am, uh, and I have an Instagram, I have a YouTube channel, uh, Dating Atlanta with Simply Brie. So you can check me out there. I have a couple of shorts that I will be putting up and there are some shorts that are currently there. I will be doing one-on-one -on -one discussions with my homegirl and it's going to be titled, She Said What She Said. You do not want to miss this discussion. There's going to be some toes stepped on. She said what she said. 
So um, other than that, simplybree.com is where you can go to find out more information about what I have going on. And for the most part, you can catch me here on the network with my girl, that B74, and the rest of the family from the He Said What Network. So with that being said, like I said, make sure that you guys are following the network, He Said What Network. And if you are interested in partnering up with us, please send an email to info at he said what network.com. Also, check us out on Podbean, podbean.com. Um, soon, our website will just have all of our episodes for the podcast. So for now, go to Podbean and look up He Said What Network to find us. Other than that, I'm tired. It is Thursday. And um, I'm ready for the weekend. So I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. B, do you have any final words for the great people? Uh, No, I guess everyone be kind to each other and spread love and love will spread. Yes. All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye.